Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jaded HR, a podcast by two former human resources co-workers. I just want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you were thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Patrick Consilis. And I'm Warren Workman. And Warren, I... It's a weird time right now. And Extremely weird. Human resources, I think, has a a big role to play in everything that's going on. And I think if we pull back the curtains just a little bit, uh, this is the first podcast we've recorded in, I think, a couple weeks. The one we released last week was a previously recorded episode that... From, like, March 13th. Which was actually very good. Um, yeah, I liked it. But I've had some personal stuff going on, and there's just been... There's a lot going on in the news, so... It, the entire world. And it's, and I, it's... I think for me, it's hard to find the motivation. You know, we like to... We like to say this is a this is a well I think it is it's a comedy podcast we it's a kind of a lighthearted sarcastic take on the human resources industry as a whole and we poke fun at dumb employees and dumb corporations and business practices and you know funny stories and and that's what we do but it's been really tough to try to come up with something in that that yeah. whole respect um, I think that's where my just lack of energy and motivation and I, I don't want this to be a somber episode but i do feel like as two straight white guys it's hard for us to get across all the things that are happening and i, I don't feel like our voices are really the ones that should be heard right now right so i want to try to tell some stories or and do some stuff but i i do want people to understand that we we know what's going on and we're aware of what's going on. And I guess I just wanted to start out that way. Is because I, part of me feels bad trying to do a comedy podcast right now. Yes. Is that a appropriate but feeling? People need a relief. They need a release, uh, a relief out of it. You know, some of my topics hit on some of these current events. And uh, I'm not going to take too deep of a dive into it because, you know, it, it, I, I think people are getting very upset on both sides uh and and like i said we don't have the history the background the experience that and you just said but you know, so that word to... you just you just said both sides and that that's what scares me about this is what there should only be one side you know what i mean like True. the humans With racism there's only one side like, uh and that's what terrifies me about doing um a podcast and especially for human resources because like i'm going through some of the some of the stories i have of of HR departments doing some not really inappropriate things, but just, I would say morally incorrect things. And yeah. And you know, the, right now it's you know, probably just not the, the time I have some other topics that I'd uh, sourced that I thought I'd get a kick out of, uh, you know, s silly th things, but I just think that those aren't quite the time right now. We'll, we'll circle back to that, keep that into list for later not that they're inappropriate to that but i just think it may be insensitive given the timing yeah insensitive is a good word everything's for it. going on so no it, it's it's a different world and uh you know thoughts go out to all those who are affected uh you know the uh the people who've lost loved ones and their rights and pros to test the uh you know just a lot of just a lot of bad things going on all the way around right now and uh yeah. So if you don't mind, I'll start out with um, kind of an HR no-no. Um, I got this one okay. from, from a subreddit, and 
just because it kind of plays into what we're talking about right now and the current climate and how I think some people can just be so ignorant about what's going on and, and not taking other people's feelings and just the general human decency in mind. So this comes from Reddit user Big Gut Makey You Nut. Oh god, I didn't even see oh the fucking username of this thing before I read it. But he said, Can HR do something? Can HR do nothing? I work in a small manufacturing plant in Alabama. On our lunch break, one of the managers, who are all white, came to the break area a few minutes after we started our break. He had already taken his, but he had nothing else to do. So he starts playing a racial video. I do not recall what it all said, but I remember one of the statements being that black people wanted white people wanted to feel guilty about the things that have happened in the past. The manager playing the video said confidently, I do not feel guilty about a damn thing with a black coworker present. It was brought up to our HR department, and they said that he was allowed to play anything on his phone that he wanted. What could be done about this? Is there really nothing that can be done to stop these racist comments made in the workplace? No, HR can do. The company HR can do something. If you're playing something that is objectionable uh, to the standards of the company, uh, the the company's code of conduct or business ethics, so it wouldn't appropriate uh, uh, that. You can say, you know, hey, that's not appropriate for the workplace. Don't watch it here. Don't watch it. You know that that doesn't have any place here. Yeah. That that's pretty. That's pretty simple. Hostile work environment. And, you know, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That can start down the road of a, a hostile work environment. You know, uh, you know, the, the, the people like to say there's a sliding scale between the the quantity of exposure and the harshness of the exposure. So if you say something just really doesn't with no meanness to it, but not much meanness to it, but you say it a million times that that becomes a hostile work environment. But you only have to say some things one time and you're you've hit the bingo button. So. No, it's, you know, it, it, and you don't want that. You start letting it happen once and then it happens again, or then, you know, hey, come over here and check out this video or this, this person. Not a, not a good time. HR needs to be strong in, in that type of environment and say, hey, this is not appropriate. Please don't do it any longer. And then take it from there. And I think this brings us to a point on kind of HR's role in some of this is, HR has to be consistent and adhere to company policies, and that's really the the number one thing is consistency. But I've seen a lot of things about should HR reach out to all employees with some kind of a statement, or really companies in general reach out with some kind of a statement in support of black coworkers, or is that – like I've seen people say, oh, HR department should reach out to black coworkers about what's the word if someone has like a health condition and they need some kind of a special accommod- accommodations. Or, uh, accommodations, employee assistance programs. Right. So, uh, There's a lot of options out there. But I guess if you're just reaching out to your black coworkers or your black workers, is that is no, that another is that an uh, issue? I, I would reach out to all because you right. do not know. You know who in their family maybe there's a a, a biracial relationship a marriage or something like that interracial marriage maybe there's an adopted child of a different color or I, I actually know someone who i didn't know that they they claim to be uh black on their uh you know uh, claiming and I, I would have never guessed uh so that 
you know, put it out to everybody because it is affecting everybody. You know, maybe, or maybe even I'm not in a interracial relationship, but another member of my family is, and I know somebody else is suffering. Those tips can get spread around. So send it to everybody, let everybody know, because, uh, you know, it, it's not just a, a black white matter. It, it's a every, it's a human matter. So yeah, send it to everybody, make the resources available out there, you know, expand and be there for everybody. I agree with that. But yeah, definitely in that situation, <laughs> HR needs to take a, sta- a stronger stand yes. uh, there. I think HR definitely has a, ob- a moral obligation and a company obligation to step in. But one thing you mentioned, and it's not on my topic list today, the only thing I would say about companies making a, a statement or doing thing, I'm starting to, my email, I'm getting messages from the CEO of so many different oh, yeah. companies uh, right now. And after, you know, my email address, everybody that I've ever bought something from, it <laughs> seems like their CEO is making, uh, sending an email. And and right now it just seems, it's it's great that they're doing it, but when you're getting a hundred of them, that canned you know, and cliche. very little difference, canned cliche, it just doesn't seem sincere. Yeah, I, I Cookie cutter responses, any other metaphor that is similar, that's what those companies are doing. Right. And they want to be, you know, and it's also here it is, you know, over a week since the, you know, the it, everything started. And it seems like they're jumping on the band, bandwagon maybe a little bit late. And I'm not saying that that's the case there. Their hearts aren't into it, but it, it just doesn't always seem sincere, especially when I get three or four a day. You know, I got I think just the other day I got Under Armour and I got uh, it, you know, I don't need to name the companies, but I got three or four all in one day from various companies and about their their stance and they stand with it. And that's that's great that they do. But it, it just the quantity makes it seem insincere. Yeah. And you actually I'll just jump right into one more thing because you kind of rolled right into it perfectly. So. I came across something where a certain very popular coffee chain is banning their employees from wearing any kind of Black Lives Matter memorabilia or anything that would represent the Black Lives Matter movement. They're they're banning employees from doing that. And it's been, I think it's either Snopes or another one has fact-checked and verified with a rep from this company that, yes, they did put out that statement. But then they also put out a black lives matter statement like you were just discussing i believe in support of the movement and um so it's those kind of things where they're putting out these cookie cutter statements but then they're they're claiming to ban these things to try to prevent their employees from getting hassled but they allow their employees to wear lgbt pins in support of those kind of movements where employees are also saying they're getting homophobic responses from customers so either way they're getting these kind of treatment but you're you're not letting your employees you're picking one over exactly and i have a problem with that and it's those kind of inconsistencies where they're they're not backing up what they say kind of thing that's starting right no you know we're in june it's lgbtq month and uh i'm seeing a lot of you know, pride pins and flags and things like that. And and that's great. That's fine. Uh, you know, uh, a company, I I think they are treading in, in troubled waters if they want to pick which ones your your people can support or not support. Uh, 
that's that's just dangerous waters because especially one that's such a hot topic right now uh either all or nothing and i can understand absolutely you know if you're wearing uh and that's actually one of the topics i have i'll jump sure. in into a moment but if you have somebody wearing something that's controversial that's going to spark outrage with potential client customer etc like that or if not outrage uh, some cynicism, a scorn, you know, ridicule from that uh, customer. And you could lose customers if you, uh, one way or the other, if you maybe have, now one thing I think I could think they might be able to do is come up with a company saying, you know, our company, our coffee company supports Black Lives Matter and da 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 and have all employees wear something like that. Uh, to them i think i think that's a position because maybe it's the personalization of it that uh you know maybe yours is a little bit more fiery than mine or vice versa mm -hmm. so maybe i i don't know but i i don't think i don't like like you said picking one over the other so but if if you don't mind i have something similar and we're getting off the the topic of current events but one of my sources I've cited a few times is uh, John Hyman's uh, Ohio Employment Law blog. And he had a, uh, wrote about a situation that happened in Farmersville, Ohio. And the Village Inn restaurant required all their employees to wear Trump 2020 masks. Now, masks are required in public in Ohio. And uh, so this employer just said, you're going to wear Trump ones. Mm -hmm. Now, apparently, some of the employees were wearing them inside out, so they you know, weren't promoting Trump and they didn't feel that way. But a, a particular employee, Chris Hauser, said she was not going to do it and she wanted to wear hers inside out like other employees had been doing. Uh, but the boss insisted. She refused and walked out. The way Hyman took the story was in terms of employment at will versus uh, Ohio public policy law. But... You know, taking it to more current events, it's a I think it's pretty stupid on the uh, employer's part. If you're not a division or part of the, in this case, Republican Party, then you shouldn't be forced to wear, you know, a Trump 2020. I mean, no, that's, that's pretty easy to say. Uh, but, you know, maybe, you know, it's things they could have done to say, hey, you can either wear a Trump one or a neutral one. And if they but no Biden, Hawkins, Jorgensen mask uh, or anything like that. So maybe they could have done that or, uh, but the employer does have a little bit of leeway here because a political affiliation is not a protected class, at least in most states. I know California and a couple other states have uh, political affiliation hmm. protection laws, but uh, no, it, you know, it, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens out of that case. But it goes along the same lines, you know, forced to wear a Trump hat or or, you know, the opposite, I guess you'd say, to what that coffee shop did. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy world. <laughs> it really is just crazy. Um, I have one more HR thing just because we're kind of sticking with the crazies. So an employee at B&H Photos, Human Resources Department recently shared a social media post. We've talked about social media posts and how they affect oh, yes. employees. Well, they affect HR departments too. And this was uh, one of the HR department employees posted a social media post that said, I cannot support the organization called Black Lives Matter. 
until it clearly states that all lives matter equally regardless of race, ethnicity, religion, or creed, then denounces any acts of violence that is happening in their name. In the meantime, I fully support the wonderful organization called America, where every life matters. And he was let go by this... Well, he was removed from his position in a statement from B&H Photo. Code word, he's been fired. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Is that a tough one? It, it's a tough one, you know. It, it, and correct me, he did not put this on the B&H Photo website. This was not a... He, this was his personal web stuff, right? Correct? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. Okay, so, you know, that's tough. I I think it's a little bit harsh. Um, once again, we, we've said it on the podcast any number of times. Don't friend your coworkers. Don't friend your supervisors. Don't whatever so that they're, they're seeing this. Because that, at face value i don't see anything exactly wrong with what the person said but you and i were talking offline before about the way all lives matter has sort of been turned into the quote-unquote racist response to black lives matter and maybe that's the way the this company took it i i, I don't know but i well, the whole—that's not something I'm going to want to hang my hat yeah, on as an. Employer. I think the whole. So one of the best things I've seen about All Lives Matter and why it's it's seen that way is it's like if a fire department gets called on to a house to put a house out on fire, and someone says, "Well, all the houses here matter. Why is just this one?" Because <laughs> that's the one's on fire. Exactly. So, and, and that really is. That, no, what I, this is about, I like, that like analogy. or if someone goes to, a, say, a breast cancer walk and says, "Well, all cancers matter." Sure, but that's not what this one's about. This one, yeah. And, and there, you know, again, you and I aren't going to get into this because I, I don't feel like we have the right voices to fully understand and comprehend and put into words what's going on. Um, no. As much as I want to continue to educate myself about what's going on and, and try to understand, I don't think you and I can do it justice. But no. that's my interpretation of why it's been taken as that, that context and those negative connotations. Right, right. I, I, I absolutely agree. Well, uh, while we're, we're still on the topic of uh, social media and you know, the current events of today from another place, you know, I, I get a lot of my information from LinkedIn and I follow Eric Meyer, who's writes the employer handbook blog. And he put out a, he was talking about an Instagram video of four white men mocking the death of George Floyd. I, I think you've, maybe you've seen it online or something like that. Um, you know, it's one is on the ground, another man, is uh, has his knee on the neck and it, it's done in absolute poor taste mm. all the way around and it's it's mocking the the situation yeah that's horrible there's two other people standing by well of course it got caught on video and just like our karen from the dog park two weeks ago uh the man was identified and he ends up being a new jersey corrections officer and the post i read on uh, today is Wednesday. I think I read it on Tuesday. 
uh, the New Jersey Department of Corrections released a statement saying the officer is now susp suspended pending investigation, which is code word for he'll be fired the next day. Probably not. He'll probably be put on administra paid administrative leave. That's the whole issue with all this. Yeah, they're really not good. But you can have, even if you're the most dedicated racist in the world, doesn't timing count for something? Just let the, I, I don't know, uh, let the... There's no room for it anywhere. No, there's no room for it anywhere. But come on, to do that today and be i don't know what they were doing it looked like they were from the video they were in the front yard of somewhere i don't know if, how or why they would be doing that then and why somebody would be videotaping it i don't know if there's a protest going on. i didn't get that detailed into it but you know no uh and by all means the other three individuals uh you can't see the one that's laying on the ground but they should they should all face some pretty harsh consequences you know going back to the charlottesville riots a few years ago some of the you know white supremacist people were identified they were fired yeah. give uh set a set a, a precedent in your company this is how you set a good precedent in your company you find <laughs> these sobs in your company and you you summarily dismiss them and make it known hey you know this dude you know, mock the, the George Floyd death, and it was videotaped. You know, there's no room for that here. That's how a company can really set the tone and the standard for that. That, that sets the tone very yeah, well. Weed them out. I have no problem with these companies weeding people out. We had the story during COVID, which COVID is still going on, which is just crazy right now. You, <laughs> I have it's to keep reminding seat, myself though. that there's still a, a global pandemic happening, but we had the story where the, I think a guy from Dallas talked about not wanting to wear a mask and how he was going to shoot up someone. You know, yeah. So it's social media is it, it's, it's a devil Bobby Boucher. Social media is the devil. But at this point, if, uh, if people, if companies are using their employees, personal social media posts to help filter out on their yeah. core values and their character evaluations of those, their people, then I'm completely fine Absolutely. with that. It's if people are going to leave themselves out. Enough, to A, do it, B, be recorded doing it, or post it on your own personal media, you deserve all the ramifications that are coming your way. Now, uh, if you don't mind me going on to another topic, ramifications for somebody else's actions. Earlier this week, I think it was Monday, the LA Galaxy released uh, one of their star center fielders, Alexander Katai, and I might be butchering that name, yeah, no idea. for racist <laughs> posts made by his wife. Oh, jeez. So his wife went on Instagram and posted, and other sites posted a, a series of posts. The language is all in Serbian. The LA Galaxy contacted Alexander and asked them to be removed. He went online and he wrote his own statement that he condemns his wife's statement. So nice. there must have been some friction in the house that night. Uh, but the LA Galaxy still terminated him. So that brings up the point how responsible can they hold uh, an employee for the actions of their spouse? Now, by all means, her, his, her spouse's, or his spouse's comments were out of line. There's no gray area there. I, I saw some of the posts myself. Yeah, they're absolutely out of line. But can I hold? I do not own my wife. You do not <laughs> own your wife. I can strongly suggest, hey, please take that down. I'm going to get 
you know, maybe I'm not going to get fired. I, I don't think I would be fired over it. I, but wow, to, to hold an employee responsible for their spouse's actions, that that's a new game. That's a new thing. Now, I know a lot of the athletes and entertainers, they have morality clauses in their contracts, uh, which allow them to get out in the case of bad situations that are, they bring shame. But that, once again, it's the employee's wife yeah. or that, that's doing and I was trying to find um, – there's a lot of stuff going on with NASCAR. NASCAR just banned the Confederate oh, flag. Yes. And then was it Ray Cicerinelli or – I don't know. I don't follow NASCAR. But I think it was his wife that posted the first post about how he was quitting or maybe it was him that posted it. But I just – I thought about a similar thing where – and this person, he's a NASCAR driver – that has zero wins <laughs> and some funny comments on Reddit were like, oh no, who are we going to find to finish in 32nd place? Who will replace him? I, did you see, I saw that. Did you see NASCAR's reply to his tweet that he's going to resign because they won't let him fly his beloved flag? No, I didn't. They said something to the fact, I wish I could find it, uh, to the effect of, uh, we're sorry that you feel this uh, way, but we didn't know who you were. We had to Google you to find out <laughs> oh, who God. you were, and now we'll have to find someone else to finish 28th spot yeah. or whatever it is. Uh, oh, I, I, I saw that earlier today, and I thought I thought that was a killer response from from NASCAR. Yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. Uh, and and uh, that, but yeah. Wow. So there, there are some good companies having a, a good time with this. And, and, you know, that that person, you know, oh, in all your dozen fans, it said something about the dozen <laughs> fans, uh, your dozen fans as well. I'm going to have to pull that up, maybe put it in the, the show notes or on our website. Uh, that tweet is I just got such a, I literally laughed out loud <laughs> when I read their NASCAR's response to him that we had to Google you to find out who you were. And maybe your dozen, all your dozen fans will miss you all this stuff it was it was good. i love it do you have anything else i'm kind of done um like i said this is kind of a an episode just for us to try to get things get back, back on track in the current climate and i think we'll get back to the sillies and stuff eventually but i i think one thing i would really love is to find to really get some feedback and not just on we want your stories and we've talked about all that before too but you know, what What are your companies doing in the current climate? What can we do as someone who ha- has a very limited voice on the internet? I think we have maybe 25 people that are listening to this right now, but hey. No, we have more out of, that, much out more. Of you, out of you, your 25 and 30 people out there that are listening, um, you know, what, what can two straight white guys do to help in this situation and keep the funnies going but be appropriate and not ignorant about it? Yeah, no, there there is going to be an appropriate time again uh, for for being silly and mocking people, and of course we're not mocking anybody for their any of their protected classes to stick to the HR terms or anything <laughs> like that. We're, we're we're mocking people because of their their stupidity and, and things like that, uh, it, and the the struggles that people give us as employees. You know, it's not on my show notes, but there's a lot of talk about. What do you do with people who attended protests? You know, if you have a quarantine policy in place, what do you do with your employees who, who attended a protest? And there was an article in our local paper today about uh, some National Guardsmen who were sent to 
I think it was DC, have come back uh, from uh, with coronavirus after uh, doing that. So, and, and we talked earlier, you know, we are still in the midst of a coronavirus. A lot of the country, I'm in North Carolina, our numbers have spiked uh, the past couple of weeks. Uh, Virginia, they're going up at a more moderate rate, but, you know, they've had different restrictions in place. Well, Warren, what do we want the people to do besides the things well, that they say? We, yeah, <laughs> do everything we say. Now, we want your support, and we're honestly, we're not asking you to open up your wallet or anything like that. We don't have a Patreon. We're not going to have that any time in the near future, but we want you to assist us, and we want you to do at least one of the following four things. First and foremost, share our podcast. If you know someone else in the HR department that might get a kick out of this, you know, share it with them, spread the word. That's how we'll grow. You know, we're, we are growing. We're actually at the average li- number of listeners per podcast episode of all active podcasts in the world right now. So, hey, we're, we're average. Mm-hmm. And then uh, connect with us. Number two thing, connect with us on your favorite social media uh, platform. Uh, share some of our content, content there. And then uh, three, the feedback we were always asking for. Give us your feedback, your kudos, your hate mail. Like we were asking earlier, your suggestions about legitimate suggestions about how to move forward uh, in today's world. But And you can send us direct ma- messages on any of our social media platforms. And then fourth and finally, give us those uh, stories. Uh, we haven't had a listener feedback story in a little while, and we want we want to get a couple more of those. So y'all got some great stories out there. So we want to hear them. Heck yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank the Underscore Orchestra for the use of their song Devil with the Devil that we use as our intro and outro music. And we always like to close out with a best practice. And Warren, if you don't mind, I have a unconventional one. Go for right. it. And this is actually probably not a best practice for us, but it's uh, I want to promote another podcast. I haven't had a Shoot, chance to listen it. to it, their episode fully yet, but uh, there's a podcast called HR Unconfidential, and they actually released it today, and their title of the podcast is It's Time to Be Anti-Racist. And I think it's important for everyone to listen and learn and educate themselves. And I think a good place to start is listen to podcasts or just people of color that they're going to be able to voice these things so much better than we can. So give them a listen. I think they this whole their whole episode will go over a lot of things that are happening in the workplace and be able to explain it a lot better than we can. So that's my best practice today. So listen and learn. Gotcha. I'm actually pulling that up right now as you're, uh, as you're talking. Awesome. So thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Jaded HR. I'm Patrick Consilis. I'm Warren Workman, and we're helping you survive HR one what-the-fuck moment at a time.